summer night in Atlanta. Welcome to hot another summer night. hot summer night. <laughs> uh, I want to commend you on your coordinating your outfit today with your microphone cover. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like to. this whole thing is very well art directed. Really? You're right. My headphones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm really slacking here. No, you got dressed up. I well, a little, yeah, I did. I did. I'd get dressed up to podcast in my garage. It's yes. Im- it's a it's a it's embarrassing, frankly. Shh, shh, don't tell anyone it's a garage. <sighs> I mean my stud my studio. Yeah. In quotations. My studio. <laughs> um. Welcome to the Adam and Andy podcast. Welcome, folks. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And here on this show, we will watch everything that Adam Driver and Andy Samberg have been in. Literally everything, even if we don't want to. (laughs) Literally everything, even if we don't care for it. Um, That is the commitment. Even if we want to give up halfway through. Even if we watched it. Got halfway through, paused it, thought there was only five minutes left, and it turns out we're only halfway 45. through. Five. Um, yes. that is the commitment to this fandom that we are bringing. That's true. Um, this week we watched the report. The report starring Adam Driver, Adam Douglas Driver. Yes. And we're ready to report back on it. <laughs> we are. I have. I am prepared. My book report. Oh and dear! I'm, Was it I'm ready. seven thousand pages long? I got to tell you, this movie felt like it was seven thousand pages long. That's yeah, for sure. It did. Um, before we get into that, Sarah, uh, I do have some Adam and Andy news. Would you oh, like please. to get into yes. some share. Adam and Andy news? Let's just get right into it. I didn't. I know we didn't really. I didn't spend a lot of time with the chit chat today. I was just like, I'm get like right Dan Jones. I'm direct. <laughs> I don't want to get it. I know. I'm no, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not it at all. Okay. Uh, oh, so I've, my I brought some visual aids today. And uh, uh, listeners, I will post uh, the shit. I hope I did it. I did. I did. I think I did post last week's visual aids. If I didn't, fuck. I'm really sorry. I'll fix that. Um, uh, but I am posting. I did. I'm going to post this to Twitter. So if you're following us at Adam Andy Pod on Twitter, uh, when you go to this episode, which is usually going to be pinned to the top of the Twitter page, uh, these visual aids will be there. But I'll describe them for you in great detail. So Sarah, actually, Sarah, what are we looking at here? What are we looking at right now? We're What's our first? At Adam on set mm-hmm. in a black <laughs> button-up shirt. Yes, and khaki shorts. Looks comfortable. And he has flowing long hair that reminds me of Gaston when he gets mad and his hair gets all whipped around his face. Oh, oh my gosh. That Um, was very specific. Very specific. Yes. So. Uh, This is Adam behind the scenes of Annette. Okay, Annette. Um, This this photo was released. uh, This is cropped, a bit cropped, because it was actually released... Uh, it was the announcement that Leos had won Best Director at Cannes. Oh, okay. So he won Best Director at Cannes. Now, I didn't know this, Sarah, but apparently you can only win one, one each film can only win one award. So no one can sweep it. What? So that mean, so they gave Leos uh, Best Director, which means at that point, Adam was not going to be able to win 
best actor because they were going to oh. give it to a different film. Now, we did also have our first uh, woman win the prize for best uh, the the Palme d'Or. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, uh, so that's one? pretty exciting. And then this picture came from uh, the announcement that Leos won best director for uh, Annette. Uh, and I couldn't, I literally could not think of anything else once this photo was out. Like my mind went completely <laughs> blank and it's just this photo on repeat, just mm-hmm. permanently seared into my brainstem. Yeah. I saw you po- post this. Uh, he's fucking beautiful. How beautiful is this man? I'm sorry. He's so he beautiful. Yes. Wow. Um, anyway, we got, he's wearing shorts. It's like, I could go on and on. Like I could literally do an entire episode about this one photo. It was like his leg is popped. He's, he's, it's popped. He's got the hands in the pockets. It's like, sir, what are you trying to do to me? Just standing there casually. Um, I wanted to give us this moment, Sarah. I wanted us to have this. It's a moment. Yes. Now, the next thing I'm going to show you, which I'm pretty sure you haven't seen, are photos. There are now photos coming out from, because, you know, Adam is working on white noise right now. Or wheat germ, I think, is what is the... Wheat germ. Wheat germ is what they're calling it on location. I think that's the... You know how different the films, yeah. they have a name so that people don't know what they're shooting, don't although we the all name. know what they're fucking yeah. shooting. Anyway, uh, Adam is on the set of White Noise right now, directed by Noah Bombeck. So look, we'll look forward to more Noah <gasps> Bombeck in our future. <laughs> no! Uh, I feel like this is... This, this is like... Adam and Andy subheading the Noah Bombeck podcast. Oh my god! Um, so f- photos now out uh, on uh, White Noise. So we're getting our first look at Jack Gladney, the character of Jack Gladney. So let's. Uh, so this is. I'm going to start a little far away, so you can get a little far away look. Uh, so there's Adam, okay. and uh, and um, where is he? He's right here. That's him. That doesn't look like him. It sure doesn't. Uh, let me get a little closer. What? So this is the look. This is the look for white noise. What? Let me. I can't. I don't. Did they like make him look like he's going bald? Yes. So this is. Okay. Uh, so the internet had some. Uh, the, the 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 rats had a little bit of difficulty uh, with this image. Uh, they were like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" It's like we were all inundated with this like super sexy. I uh, can't keep my panties on fo- like images from Annette. And then Jack, Jack Gladney just like came right in and just like cock blocked all of us. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and I jest, right? Because this is, he's an actor. He's taking roles. Those roles yeah. require that you transfer himself. We know that we're just having good fun here, but yeah. So it, apparently uh, the look uh, and I'll back it up a little bit so you can see this photo is a little bit more higher quality. It's sort of like a yeah. schlubby middle-aged guy kind of look. Um, which if you look at the cover photo of the book, I guess that's kind of the way the guy is. But anyway, yeah, they've obviously kind of tried to thin his hair a bit out, give him a little bit of a pot belly and put him in some schlubby clothes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you think about this? I think that actors should definitely like branch out and play different Mm -hmm. roles. Like I wouldn't want Mm -hmm. to pigeonhole him in like hot guy roles no absolutely not so um and you know what sarah he can't but be he can't help but but be be i i've yet to see him in a role where he wasn't 
somehow sexy despite mm-hmm. whatever it was that's going on in the movie so like i it's like i so i'm gonna find myself attracted to this you will and i, I and i can't will. i i know it and i accept it um and, and i'm willing to take it yeah give it to me i'll take it I think- um yeah so uh so that's our those are some new photos from the set of white noise um it's- he's got a very diverse palette of films coming out you, yeah. He really seems to be taking a lot of different types of characters. So uh, I wonder when exciting. this is going to end. What? Like, uh, this career. podcast? No, his career. <laughs> like, uh, like, never, it just, hopefully? It's, I'm just saying it's going so like hot and strong right now. Like, like I mean, Robert De Niro me. is still a sought after actor. That's you true. Know? Uh, Matt Damon doesn't seem to be slowing down. That's true. George Clooney, actually, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. I seen him in a while, yeah. But he's out there somewhere doing something. Um, I I think that as look, you can't be on the top of everyone's like the tip of everyone's tongue forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that uh, actors who choose interesting roles, who really push themselves uh, to do what's unexpected, which I think is what Adam does a lot with his career. Yeah. I think actors that do that have a a long career ahead of them uh, that maybe they're not always at the top of the news item, but they're still putting out interesting work. And I'm sure like not everything he's going to put out, we're going to like case in point already. There are some things I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not everything he puts out is going to be something that really speaks to us personally. Uh, but I think that he's already shown that he chooses interesting roles and characters that are outside of the norm and, and directors that are prestigious. And, you know, I think we can expect to see really, you know, great work from him for a long time, yeah. unless he decides, fuck you guys. He I'm will done. He, he might, he might, he might, I don't like, know. He... I've done, I'm going to, he's going to be like, I'm going to buy a farm. I'm gonna live out the rest of my days farming in an orchard. Farming what? Farming orchard. A pear or 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 orchard? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I have yet to. Maybe a. I would if if I was gonna say that he would be farming any orchard, it would be a rotisserie chicken orchard. Oh my god. <laughs> a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, orchard? you know, you go out, yeah. you walk amongst the rotisserie trees. You've okay. got your barbecue che- yep. trees. You got your lemon pepper trees. Oh, that sounds delicious. Right. So, you know, that's where I was told chicken comes from in any case. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to a- Andy. Uh, big news for Andy is that Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight is about to be, is coming soon. Yeah. Uh, so we did get a look at our, a, for, a look at the poster, the teaser poster. One Last Ride, title of your sex tape. Right? Um, <laughs> noticeably absent from this poster, Gina. What? Now, I'm going to admit to you guys, audience, I did not, uh, I, for some reason, I just didn't watch season seven. So I've only watched like the first six seasons and it's been a while. So I don't know if Gina, like I knew at one point Gina left to go do something else, but then I think she came back. So I'm not really sure. I don't, and I'm not talking about the actor necessarily. So she didn't the die? Character. No, she didn't die. Jesus Christ. I hope not. Uh, tweeted us at Adam Adam Andy Pod, but maybe direct message me because Sarah doesn't want to be spoiled. Uh, I don't think Gina died, okay. uh, but she's not on the poster, so I don't know if that's because 
something happened at the end. So I feel like I'm going to need to watch some kind of catch up before we watch season eight. So I know what happened. You know, there's somebody on the internet who caught up, you know, who ca- caught us up on what's going on, right? Yeah. Somebody did. So I'm going to have to watch some kind of catch up or maybe, maybe I'll try to cram in season seven before we watch season eight. I don't know. Um, but, uh, anyway, maybe Gina will make an appearance and they're just holding her off from the poster. I don't know. Um, but, uh, uh, we've got everybody else. Uh, looks like who's cheddar, even cheddar, cheddar, Sarah. Have we met cheddar? Not in season one. Uh, cheddar is Kevin and, um, uh, 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 Raymond Holt's dog. Beloved okay. Corgi, Cheddar. Well, I have not met Cheddar because I didn't really watch the show. Well, uh, I do think... I. You know what, Sarah? I know that you are taking a big leap by watching season eight without watching seasons four through seven or whatever. Big, big leap. So you. I'm going to try to... the fans. I'm going to... Do you want me to try to find you like a recap that yeah. we can watch? Okay. Yeah. I'm sure somebody on the internet has done that. In fact, listeners, help us out. Tweet at us at Adam Antipod. If you've got a really good, if somebody out there on YouTube really recap this shit n- enough not to spoil it for us. I mean, spoil it. I mean, spoil like, ooh, like ruined the show, but just tell us what happened. Like, there are certain things I know happened. I know Andy, I, I know uh, Jake and Amy are married. I know that they've had a child. Yes. Um, I think they had a kid last season in season season seven. Um, so tweeted us. Oh my god, Sarah, how much you've really not watched a lot of the show, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually they date and then they get married and he proposed she proposed they propose I don't remember who proposed to who, but I do remember the wedding because it was a big mess and then they just it was one of those things where it's like we can't have the perfect wedding so we'll just have the wedding that's perfect for us it was very cute yeah i mean i guess i assumed they got together but i didn't know how it went down i think it's okay for us to experience it as it happens on the show i don't remember and i've seen it um i I, anyway tweeted us at adam adam andy pod if uh if there's a good recap that'll give us just enough of what we need to know to go into season eight and we can get Sarah a little caught up and then we'll go back and re-experience it, you know, um, like we're l- or like we're experiencing it again from the first time. Or actually experiencing it for the first time. <laughs> uh, all right. So that is um, that's all the Adam and Andy news I've got for today. I've got no news myself. Um, oh, OK. Well, if something comes up. I'll let you know. You let. I want to be the first to know. You will be. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shall we talk about the report? Yes. Yes. You said that enthusiastically. Did I? <laughs> uh, the report. Uh, I didn't look up when this movie. I believe this came out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Um, you know, the year before everything went to shit. The year before, yes. Um, twenty nineteen. Sarah, I have yeah. s- I have something I have to say before we get into this. Please tell me. And I think I speak for both of us when we say that I think it's really important to expose shitty things. Yeah. Uh, obviously, what our government did, of course, this is a film about exposing 
the torture program uh, yeah. by on behalf uh, by the CIA on prisoners held at Guantanamo Bay Guantanamo Bay following the events of 9/11. Uh, uh torture is uh absolutely disgusting and 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 in no way acceptable in any circumstance no matter what. Uh and 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 the government what the government did is horrifying. So I just yeah. got to get that right out. Yeah, I mean I I have I totally agree. Now, that being said, this movie was boring as fuck. As fuck. As yeah. fuck. Like, I don't know how they could make something <laughs> so fast-paced and su- have such tense music and the lighting was really intense. And But the story, the acting, the characters, it was all very, like, boring. mellow. Just, yeah. It lacked humanity. It did. Uh, and I think you pointed that out. Now, Sarah and I watched this together um, with our significant others. Yeah. And Sarah, I got to tell you, my husband was upset with me for making him watch this movie. Oh. oh he was okay. actually angry with, not angry, but he was like grumpy. Like he didn't yeah. want to talk to me. He was like. I can't believe you like that movie was so boring and unpleasant. I mean, it's not just boring. It's it's bore moments of, of extreme unpleasantness sandwiched Back in between w- with, long stretches of boredom. Exactly. And uh, to be honest, I was a- angry at you too. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> how dare you make me watch this? How dare this? you, Nicole? Okay. Well, I don't know how I can make things up to you, but in, I I had to have sex with him. To, to make him happy again. Aww. Uh, that was the only thing that could resolve this. Like, I, my marriage was in trouble, you guys. No. Because I made him watch this incredibly boring and unpleasant movie. I'm sorry. Um, wow, Chris. You know, I did what I had to do. Yeah. To make well. things right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this movie was boring. It lacked humanity. I think you pointed that out while we were watching it. Yeah. You were like, there's no emotion. There's no emotion. Yeah. It's like, it's weird because like the subject matter would warrant a lot of emotion. I I, I have to wonder, is the point that our government is run by emotionless automatons? That's what it felt like. Is that it? Like, does anybody feel a thing about anything? No, and the thing is, there were no characters. Like, everyone just said their lines just very straightforwardly. Um, I, I feel like they they had to do some kind of spell casting on Adam Driver to rep- repress, repress his, yes. his, his intensity and depth. Yeah, I'm not there saying were a few he was moments bad. he had passion, but like... Um, when he yelled, I s- sat up. I know. And took note. You know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. You just parked r- r- right up. Parked right up. He, w- I'm not saying people were not good actors in this movie. They were. They were. But the, uh, the, 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 I think they were, it felt like they were directed to like, keep it deep down inside. Well, I, my, one of my notes is that I feel like they could have cast literally anyone in any of these roles like if they had t- taken nameless a- actors like 
that we haven't heard of before, like I would have been more entertained because I wouldn't have had all of their pre, pre, expectations, pre, 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 previous work stuck in my head. Like, oh, I've seen him from that show. Oh, I've seen her mm. on that. Like, that's what was happening when I was seeing these a- actors. Like, I wasn't paying attention to the store story. I mean, I, I was paying attention. I didn't know story, what but half the time they were just like shooting a lot of facts at me. It was a movie facts. of all exposition. The movie exposition. was all yeah. exposition. Look, Adam was still ha- was still sympathetic. Actually, let's start. Let's start there. Do we like Dan Jones? And again, yes. audience, I want you to know that we are not talking about what occurred in real life. Obviously, everyone should know what happened. This information should be out there and it, we should be very transparent about what occurred. And everyone who was involved with this disgusting program, uh, there should have been some kind of comeuppance for that. This like the, it's unacceptable. Yeah. I am talking specifically about characters in this movie. I'm talking about a the motion filmmaking. picture. I'm talking the about filmmaking. filmmaking. I'm talking about characters. I'm not making a commentary on the real people involved. Do we like Dan Jones, the character? I like the idea of him. I think that's fair. I do think Adam managed to still make him sympathetic despite being very subdued. Very subdued, yeah. It was, I feel like there were moments where a little bit like humanity was trying to escape from his pores. Yes. I feel like the, the, the cords in his neck were working a lot very hard to express emotions that the rest of his body was not allowed to do yeah and so again it's like even in a in a movie where there are the like annette benning and john ham and it's like i love these actors and i will probably forget who was in this movie in like a week Mm -hmm. except for adam driver um but adam driver still despite everyone in this movie being so detached I felt like mm-hmm. detached. Detached, yeah. Uh, he still had, I think, sympathy and pathos. And I feel like you could still see the internal conflict going on, even if it was, even if everything was like very. It was much less than the rest of his films, though. Like, it, sure. was, still, it was there, but it was like, you're right. It was less there in this mm-hmm. one. And I don't think everything needs to be at 11. We don't we don't need Toby like screaming at us in every movie. Yeah. We don't need Adam Sackler like levels of we don't need this in every movie. Yeah. It's OK to pull it back. But I'd like to compare this with a movie like Patterson, which unfortunately you haven't seen. But when we get there, I feel like Patterson is a really gentle character who's and and his performances really is not it's not big it's not very big out there but there's still a lot of emotion and i feel like this i feel like the this movie seemed it lacked emotion it lacked humanity to me and i and i and i feel like they tried to explain that that was just the how things had to be right yeah like diane feinstein says like you can't get emotionally involved in this case how can you not if that's like your job for years and that's like all you do how can you not get well he did is the thing yeah the thing that i didn't like about it as well is that i think i would have enjoyed it more if they would have had more about him as a a person exactly like like him going home what was it like like for him to wrestle with this at home yeah 
exactly like um d- does he talk to his mom like what is is there he... anyone in his life that he can he, i mean he can't talk about his work but does his stress at work come out in other ways yeah like does yeah. he get upset with people is he on edge does he is he more sensitive like where are this these emotions have to go yeah. somewhere yeah i feel like this movie i was wanted just, that it was just a listing of like you said uh, facts exposition and facts it was and, all exposition and it was there was no heart there was no soul yes i think there were moments of soul about an hour and a half into this movie when dan can't is 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 fuck, fucking fed up with everyone's bullshit he does start to get a little more his emotions start to come to the surface i think the most soul in this movie ha- was like from john mccain's speech <laughs> Actually, yeah, that speech was, I mean, was pretty moving. Yeah. Um, I, everyone looks like they've swallowed a lemon and yes. they're very disapproving of it. Yes. Uh, that is kind of the face of everyone in this movie. And look, this is not a like pleasant material, you know? It's not. You don't like. I don't know who would want to watch this. I, the, uh, I will say, and I said this on the last show, this is the only movie that Adam Driver is, has been in that I started and, and didn't finish until this episode. I knew I was going to watch it, and I was like, I'm going to watch the whole thing. But it was like, the material is difficult. And so you're being inundated with all these disturbing images of very real things that happen to people that, that are horrific. Yep. The torture. There's a lot of tor- there's a lot of torture in the first act of this movie. They show it. Yeah. And but then there's just long scenes where people are just talking but not but there's no like there's very little the emotion is so repressed. And there's not and, a lot getting done too. Like the whole they're just time talking. is just they're just talking and just talking. It's just it's it was cut very qu- quickly. Like it, there are lots of cuts, lots of yeah. fast-paced scenes and stuff. But there's there's not a lot that happens. There's no journey. Not emotionally. Like there is a plot journey, which is that Dan has been tasked with uh, finding out what happened at this these camps and whether they were effective. Like. Did torture yield real intelligence? Did we get results? That was the whole goal, right? Yeah. And he spends five years working on this report. And he's they try to shut him down. They try to prevent the report from being published. Yeah. And ultimately, it does get published. But it's like, I don't know. I just. Oof. Yeah. It, it the like work that he did was it, it was it, it was like we watch movies i feel like for the human yeah to feel element. something I, that's why I, I i watch things is to feel something to feel good yeah. or to feel entertained or to feel uh, sad maybe i mean there's a range or, or, you don't have or to feel sad. good all the yeah, time or scared yeah. or scared something exci- feel something excited i know yeah uh Yeah, so I there were so I feel like I could touch on maybe some of the themes or questions posed by the movie. I guess that's the best I can do, really. Uh, Again, I do feel like uh, Adam definitely brought as much soul as could be done in this movie. It felt a bit like a very dry documentary in the the guise of a fiction film. Um, Yeah, 
Yes. That's how it felt. And I do. And I love documentaries, but even documentaries to me should have some kind of drama or humanity yeah. to them. I don't know that I would have liked this, even if it was a documentary. And I did watch a, a doc about this, th- not the this um, topic, the investigation, but the, but the, um, Guant- Guantanamo Bay. And it was much more visceral and mm-hmm. compelling than this. We watch movies like movies have to have some amount of drama and emotion because real life is boring. Yeah. So you don't make a movie that's exactly like real life for this that's very true. reason. And you can't just, you can't think if you add some dr- dr- dramatic lighting and some tense. The lighting was bland. Everything mute music. of Sarah was the dramatic lighting dramatic. It was not. I don't think it, it was, was all very, dark. even the lighting was dark well, and bland. Dramatic. And like the dark sets, is dramatic. No, I yes. mean like everything was, I mean, it was lit perfectly adequately for a film, but ev- there was the lighting. It was like, I'm in fluorescence and the lighting is a certain temperature. And like all of the sets were very drab and all the color palette was very drab. Everything was drab. Yeah. Like, I feel like the movie lacked any kind of life. Yeah. Lacked life. Exactly. Um, and I understand that this is not a Chuckalux good time kind of movie. Like, I don't need everything to be like that, but like, I need some kind of art yeah. <laughs> to sustain me long enough to watch this film. Um, make it a doc. Like, just, yeah. I think the subject matter is important. The storytelling didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And it, totally it was agree. not the fault of the actors. I think they were nope. doing exactly what they were asked to do. Yeah. Um, and I think they did their best. Um, I think that Tim Nelson, who played the doctor or the physician's assistant, like, I think he brought like moments of uh, actual moments of emotion and humanity. The doctor who was like, I don't want to like he remember it was early in the film. And he's like, I, who the guy who the doctor who left because yes, he was upset. Yes. Yes. That he, guy, did. he had emotion. He had. Yeah. Um, the torture guys, the torture bros that came up with all like, the contraptions. The f- they they were very mustache twirl- twirling they villain were. types. Like I, yeah, I was saying, um, they they seem like vi- like villains. I guess there's like you don't want to portray those guys too sympathetically, but they just seemed like very one dimensional villains to me. Yes. Like the scene of them at the end on the plane where they're literally talking about selling the coffin. Like, yeah, it's so over like maybe that really happened but it just felt like in a for a story i was like shit we get it they're evil they are yeah Yeah. you don't have to work this hard for me to feel like they're evil i'm already on board like you had me already you don't have to give me all this yeah um john ham 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 i like ham i like ham i like ham i like ham I feel like, oh God, and I like Annette Benning. I think Annette Benning was trying. Yeah. You know who I really liked? Who? Was that poor woman who, I'm not sure the actress's name, but every time, it was like, there were like six scenes that happened exactly this way. Diane Feinstein, uh, played by um, Annette Benning, says, we can't do it. We cannot. This is the government. We have to, we're lawful people and I've got my political career to think of. And then yeah. she storms out. 
and or not storms out because nobody does anything dramatic in this movie. She uh, she very she very gently backs away and leaves. And then Dan Jones is like, what the fucking fuck? And then this poor woman then has to explain to him, well, you know, politics, what can you do? And he's like, but what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, but uh, the Republicans <laughs> might. And she'll, she's like, try to mitigate the situation. I liked her simply because I, I feel like she, her, and I was, I was like, is her entire job to like, you know, clean up the, 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 the mess, like Diane Feinstein's like, I'm out. Yeah. And then she's just there to finish the conversation. It's, it was so yeah. strange. Yeah. It was very strange. Uh, I just really liked her a lot because she just seemed, that was like her entire job. It was like, that well, was Diane left yeah. and now I need to calm Dan down. That's my job yeah. is I'm Dan's handler now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. The, our country is fucked up. It is. I I, this movie didn't leave me feeling hopeful. I mean, no. I guess you could say that. Uh, I I think humanity has hope because there are da- uh, there's a Dan Jones out there there's who's willing one. to risk his career and his life. Yeah. Uh, to I mean, I don't know about you, but there were a couple moments where I was like, I'm waiting for someone to just drop an anvil on his head. You know, like he's out there, these long, sh- yeah. wide shots of him walking around D.C. And I'm like, is someone going to drop a, a p- piano on this guy? Yeah. Um, There are Dan Jones people like people out there who are who are trying to who who are who don't who want the truth to come out no matter the consequence. And so I think that humanity is not broken, but our government certainly is. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, the FBI agent at the beginning, the guy who speaks Arabic, who was actually getting people to talk and they're like, get him out of there because he's FBI and the CIA. We don't want an FBI guy getting our getting the intelligence. We're and it was the FBI and the CIA who weren't working together before 9-11 that really caused <sighs> the miscommunication that that occurred that led to it not being stopped. And our so and the executive branch is straight up ignoring them. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like there was like an attempt in this movie to try to be impartial and that maybe that's where the lack of emotion came from. Was there an attempt? I feel like there was a lot of bad things said about Republicans. Well, I mean, they were the, they were the, that, that, that Cheney and Rumsfeld. Well, yes, but I'm just saying, I don't think it was impartial. impartial i think it definitely was more well i guess uh, it seemed i guess what i mean is not impartial politically but that they were presenting facts and you have to make your own determination about these facts Mm -hmm. that's how it felt um so i'm gonna pick up on a couple things here that um i think this movie if we want to pick out some things that it's trying to tell us besides facts uh, would be that sort of the links people will go to, and Dan says this in the car to the reporter, which I, once I saw him, I was like, oh, Matthew Reyes is here. And he's doing his best as well. Um, the reporter. You may remember him from that episode of Girls. No? Okay. Nope. Anyway, uh, 
Dan says that what ha- this all happened because of fear and shame. Yes. Because, and, and that's the truth. Like, what links will go to when we are afraid? I, I agree, fear and shame, but I also think a lot of it was anger. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, you're right. And vindictiveness yes. and wanting to make someone pay. You're right. And even if those people that they were doing it to weren't the ones who did the terrorist act on 9-11, they wanted to make someone pay. Yeah. That's fair. And I, it's like, I am, I fortunately, I don't, I didn't have anyone that I lost that day. So my fear and sadness and heartache was based on more of a, the collective experience. So I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I wouldn't behave that I would behave admirably in a situation where I was deeply hurt and lost people that I loved. But the, the, but our government is our laws are meant to put us above those type of knee jerk responses, you know? Um, So, I did feel like I understand why there's so much sex in Game of Thrones, the show, because if you take all the sex scenes out, it's really just this movie and some dragons. Sex and dragons. You got to have the sex and dragons. If there were more sex and dragons in this movie, I think maybe it would have been more enjoyable. Speaking of sex. What? Are we going to get to the moments of thirst or do you have, do we need oh to Oh my God. I th- no. I, oh, you're real. You're like done. You're like, you don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Is that well, what you're trying to tell me? Well, no, we will well, talk about well, the moments of thirst. What, what is there left to say about, about it? You know, that's a good point. Um, you know what I do? There's one last thing I want to say uh, or ask you. Okay. So John Hamm says to, when they're trying to decide whether to release that port report or not, John Hamm, who's something, something CIA guy. I, I couldn't really keep track of everyone. Um, he says democracy is messy. So I just wanted to know what your response to that is. Yeah. What he was basically saying, like, if we go after the Republicans about this, they're going to come after us in the next uh, administration about this and this and this and it's like well how does that end though like mm-hmm. like they're gonna play dirt 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 dirty like you need we I mean it would be better to do this than to do nothing because they're gonna come at you if you do this or not you know what it really made me think about was how at the at the time that this was occurring where they were like with this report was coming out and the idea was like let's not let this happen again let's not be these people again it wasn't too long after that that trump got elected and i feel like whatever i thought was the worst and i maybe we won't even find out the worst of it yet um i think it'll be years before we find out the worst of what happened during that era it's like Guantanamo Bay, kids being detained in cages. It's like, where does it end? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Um, 
Humanity is fundamentally flawed. Uh, or power structures are flawed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um, it definitely made me feel like, okay, well, I'm glad there's people out there trying to have oversight, but it's like, there's so, but there's, but so many, everybody feels like they're doing what they have to do. They're doing whatever it takes. Yep. But at what cost, you know, at what cost? I don't know. Um, so in the end, the report does get published. Yeah. And then we have the long, a long shot of Dan just walking, walking into the distance, walking into the distance. Uh, he left that job um, a year I after the report came out. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'd be like, you know what? I've given you enough. Where, where, do you know what he did after? No, I don't. Do you? I do. Uh, so I've got Did a little... he write, 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 write a book or something? Uh, so he left the Senate in 2015. Or, yeah, so he left uh, before... Pre-Trump. Pre-Trump, yeah. Uh, he's found, he founded organizations, received a fellowship at Harvard, and continued speaking out about the report. He is now president of the Penn Quarter Group, or at least he was when this article came out, which I believe was around the time the movie was released in 2019. An investigative firm that provides consulting research and global investigative services to businesses, law firms, public policy organizations, nonprofits, and individuals. Uh, He also founded a nonprofit called Advanced Democracy, which played a role in alerting law enforcement to suspicious websites that were trying to influence elections in other countries. And he's also a fellow at the Carr Center for Human Rights Policy at Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. So uh, it sounds like he decided that I think exposing human rights violations was important to him and he stuck with that. So somewhere out there, Dan is uh, working with, uh, hopefully working with others to uh, fight the good fight and uh, help us retain a little bit of our humanity. Um, Anyway, final thoughts on the report. It's an important subject that should be discussed. Mm-hmm. I don't think making this film was the right way to do it. Would you rec? Uh, so my final thoughts on this movie are, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to add to that. It was the subject matter is important. The movie was not executed in a compelling way. It was filled with incredible actors who gave rather bland performances considering how mm-hmm. good they are. Yep. Uh, and I think Adam was, I think Adam did his, I think Adam did what he was asked to do, which was, I think to, you know, keep a lot of stuff inside. Uh, there were moments where that emotion came out and those moments were great and very yeah. well, uh, <laughs> uh, something I, uh, I liked a lot. And again, I'm not just talking about this, like, oh, this is, I need to see him do something sexy. Um, it's more like, I just wanted to see some emotion some humanity some feelings some humanity some conflict um and there was some of that when it came out it was like oh thank god there's a person in there um and i think more of it came out in the last act of the film the last act was a lot i don't know if it's because we took a break and i watched the rest of it today uh maybe that made it a little more palatable for me but uh again i think you know adam did a fine job with what he had uh it just the whole movie was just very detached and it made me feel like I wanted to detach <laughs> from it. <laughs> um 
would you recommend this film to a fan of Adam Driver's work? No. Wow. So no. He didn't he didn't do his thing. There was nothing Adam about it. I don't think he needs to be Adam with a capital A in every movie, though. He doesn't. Yeah, I mean, sure. But there was literally no aspect of... For me, it was okay. like a- anyone could have done the exact same perf- performance that he did. I don't agree with that. Um, I think that he still brought himself to it. I just think it was muted. Like his performance is usually this really beautiful color palette. Uh, And sometimes those colors are red and orange and very aggressive. And other times they're blue and green and, you know, a little more gentle, uh, uh, cooler colors. And this performance for the most part was very gray, much like the movie was very gray. And much like the dialogue was very gray. I just think the movie was very muted and it muted him as an actor. And that was the style. And I just didn't care for it. But I do. Would another actor have given the same performance? Maybe another actor would have been even more boring, Sarah. I didn't find him to be boring. I want to say. I found the movie to be boring. When he was on screen, I actually did feel like, okay, well, at least I'm watching a great actor. Uh, he's not, it's not my favorite of his performances, but I still think he's a great actor. I mean, yeah, they're, that's all, my opinion. they're all great. My, mm, yeah. my mm, Michael C. Hall is in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, yeah. and you are, if you think that he, anybody could have done that role, that is absolutely your opinion. And you're, uh, you're, uh, that's valid. Just for me, I feel like. A less, I feel like if there had been a, another actor in this movie, it might have been even more painful to watch <laughs> for me if it had not yeah. been Adam Driver. Um, there was a lot of stuff in there somewhere. Okay. Uh, would I recommend this to a fan of Adam Driver's work? I, I don't know. If you got nothing else to watch, um, maybe watch some GIFs. Get, there's a lot of Dan Jones gifts out there. Uh, maybe watch those. I didn't personally enjoy the movie. I can't recommend it for that reason, just because I, I didn't like it. It was unpleasant or boring. There was no other emotions I felt, for the most part. Um, okay. Are you ready for some moments of thirst? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I don't remember who went first last time. Uh, do you, you want to go first? Okay. Yeah. Now, despite, um, despite the, uh, fact that this movie was very boring, I did find a lot of moments of thirst. Uh, I think I was looking for thirst just to feel something. Um, no, my, so I have a bunch. Is that Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, Adam in a suit. I like it. I like Adam in a suit. Uh, so that was nice. You know, I like a guy in a suit. Yeah. Um, I liked his short hair. It was kind of dorky and I was into it. You, you're shaking your head. 
hair, his hair reminded me of like a boarding school child from like the turn of the twentieth century. He was like century. a Boy Scout. It was like a little boy haircut. Okay, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think of him as a little boy, but I did think it was very like dorky and dorky. Yes, and. I and that brings me to my next point. Dan Jones is a huge nerd, and I am horny for nerds. Mm-hmm. So the nerdiness, the fact that every time somebody tried to counter him with an opinion, and he had like a paragraph of facts about something, the fact that the way that he was able to memorize all the information he read, that was hot. Uh, I am I am horny for nerds. Um. I, I, I thought it was really hot when he stole the documents. I don't know what that says about me. Did he steal them? Well, he relocated them. But something about him taking the documents. And then he stole the... He almost stole the documents again and gave them to the reporter guy. Remember? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something about him, like, taking those documents and putting them in the safe. It was all very illicit. And I was into that. I liked it when he got angry. Mm-hmm. When he, I was like, Yes feel something i'm feeling something while you're yelling i like it keep yelling um and i think that's it i think that's my oh the last thing was just like his commitment to everything like the character like he was committed to this and he believed strongly in it and he and he was and and he had conviction and i found his conviction to be very sexy and those are my moments of thirst. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I found no mo- moments of thirst in this. Like, oh. it was, this was like a sexless film for me. So, wow. So this was like, if you were trying to not get in the mood. Yes. You would put this, this on. Like, yeah, if I want to fall, fall asleep. But this, this is on. like, this is just like, um, and what is the, op- whatever the opposite of, what are the, an aphrodisiac? Yeah, this is like the uh, opposite pro- of that for you. And no prodisiac. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. Um, not even the suits, Sarah. Nothing. I don't care about suits. I don't care okay. about clothes. Clothes okay. don't don't okay. do do anything okay. for me. All right, fair. Um, fair. If there had been a deleted yeah. scene where he was like maybe playing with a puppy in the park, though, maybe yeah, maybe. Um, I would say that if I did have to pick moments of thirst, it would be memories of Michael C. Hall and. Dexter and memories of John Hamm and Mad Men and memories of Adam Driver and Star Star Wars. Like looking at their faces in this movie, I was like, remember how hot they were on that show? So your moments of thirst were just you thinking about other films while you were watching this film. Mm-hmm. Fair. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom, but I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. Okay. Uh Adam Randy trivia. Yeah. So, so I let's- actually Get into some trivia. Some tri- it's not going to be a question. It's just oh. something interesting that I found about the movie. So you're going to hit me with some trivia. I was looking up tri- trivia and almost all of the trivia for this movie is not about this movie. It's about the actual events. Okay. But this piece of trivia was just like, wow. So oh. just before f- filming commenced, the film's original Excuse me. Sorry. The plan's original plan of a 50-day schedule was cut to a 26-day schedule, (gasps) and its 18 million budget was slashed to just 8 million. What the fuck? Hence, as director Scott Burns stated, 
all the actors, including Adam Driver, were paid next to n- to to nothing on on this pro- project. So by nothing, they just mean scale, probably. Yeah. Wow. So this was a real passion project for everyone. Yeah. I mean, like again, I think the subject matter is important. I just don't think the film was compelling. And you look, listen, maybe we got this wrong. Tweeted us Adam at Adam Andy Pod. If you seen a lot of great reviews about it, like it people didn't do like it for it. me. It was it didn't boring. Uh, but it, but if you disagree, uh, I found Adam to be as compelling as he was allowed to be in this movie, and hot as usual. Um, so at least I that it had that going for it for me. Say so it didn't do anything for Sarah at all. He's gonna need to be in that in that hair for me to for me to get get all hot. Oh. So you just want him wearing that hair from now on. That's his real hair, right? I think so. He grew it out. I yeah. guess. I guess. I don't to. know. Um, hard to. <laughs> um, well, thank you for that piece of trivia. That's fucking insane. Isn't that insane? Wow. Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. <laughs> okay. But wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. Okay, well, or this would ordinarily be the time when we are going to spin the wheel. But instead, I got a couple, I wanted to, I wanted a little check-in. A little check-in with the audience. So Sarah and I, we're taking a vacation. Both of us, simultaneously, not together. Although why are crazy? Why are why we don't ta- we take why don't we together? We should. We really should. Could we? We we can. All right, we should. This you're hearing it now, uh, listeners. Sarah and I are going to take a vacation together, but not we this are. time. No. So Sarah and I are both going on vacation and taking just a little break. So we're actually. Uh, so this episode will be coming out um and because you're going to be leaving well you're about to move as well so you got a lot going on so this episode will be coming out uh i think the last week in july uh and ordinarily another episode will be coming out a week uh, or so after that but we're going to take a little break the next time you hear from us we'll be uh we'll be covering the brooklyn 99 season 8 premiere so we're going to talk about the Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight premiere. Uh, and so that'll be in a couple weeks. I guess that episode will be out on, so the August 25th. So it's going to be a couple weeks, uh, maybe a month-ish before you hear from us. But we'll still be on social media. You can still talk to us. We'll be sharing our thoughts about whatever comes up on the on the internet. Um, so uh, you can also, you can always find us on uh, Twitter at Adam Andy Pod. Uh, you can yell at us if you thought that the report was a great movie and we just didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, and be like, "Fuck you guys!" Please let us know Fuck what you, you think. And Sarah. Yeah, I mean, maybe we just are. We just don't get it. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So you can tweet at us at Adam Andy Pod, um, or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at uh, Adam and Andy Podcast. Uh, so we'll still be there, but we're just going to take a little break from recording to go on vacation. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will be talking about the Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight premiere. Um, Annette is going to be coming out. So we'll be talking about Annette uh, next time when we come back. And um, also, Sarah, we're going to be doing a live recording. A live one. With an yeah. audience. Uh, so uh, Right in front of us, making us... Uh, more self-conscious about what we're saying. It's going to be group thirst. <laughs> it's going to be a shared thirst. 
Uh, So if you are in the Atlanta area, uh, we that's where we live. We are going to be doing a live recording. Uh, I am not. I will announce the date. Uh, I'm not announcing it today. Uh, we will tell you about it more in the next recording. But also, if you on social media, there'll be plenty of announcements about when we are going to be doing this live show. It's going to be at uh, Dynamic El Dorado, the comedy theater in Atlanta, in Old Fourth Ward, Atlanta. So um, please come out uh, and join us. Uh, for the live recording. So uh, we would love to meet some of our listeners. That would be awesome. So if you live in Atlanta, please do come to the show. Uh, More information will be coming soon about that. Uh, And the, and I I can't even tell you what the film, what is the film we're watching, Sarah? It is midnight special. We're going to be watching midnight special. So that's why I came off the wheel. Uh, because mm-hmm. we're going to be watching midnight special uh, and we're going to do a live recording with our audience. I'm super fucking pumped about that. Yes. And all of this is going to be happening in the, within the next month. So, uh, so I'm, so we'll miss you. The show will miss you guys uh, while we take yeah. a short break for a couple of weeks, but don't worry, we're going to be back. And when we come back, we're going to be coming back strong, strong, strong and hard, strong long. and hard. We're going to be coming back strong and hard. Yes. Just like, Adams. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Um, okay. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us uh, for this. Uh, I hope was not too much of a. I hope we weren't too negative about this movie. I, I tried. I tried, you guys. I tried to find the light at the end of the tunnel. It just, I did. It didn't do it for me. Um, but thank you for listening to the show. Uh, you know, reach out to us on social media. Tell us what you thought uh, about the episode or the movie, or if you've got any suggestions. And um, I don't know, have sex with someone just to feel something after you watch the just report. Feel it. That's what I recommend. If you if you watch the report just to listen to the show, I prescribe that you now go have sex with someone just to feel something. <laughs> Thank you.